Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. You get it on Thursday evening if you're an IFS subscriber. So why wouldn't you be? Um, first of all, we've got some riddles later on. But, oh, good. Um, we, we've had uh, two items of correspondence on the same subject. Uh, for One from Reese Williams, one from Jamie Younger, and this is... Uh, an old favourite subject mm. of the podcast, Sam, it is someone defending themselves in a court of law. Lovely. Uh, as pioneered by John Timbrell, mm. uh, who, I don't know, he might have knighted himself by now. It could be Sir John Timbrell, I don't know. Practised, of course, diff- also by my father. Yes, of over, course. Yeah. Over the allegedly stolen ladder and other right. matters in that he disputed with his builders. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a great thing it's, to it's do, always, and we're always it's interested. Always to be encouraged. Yeah, we're, it's we're what we call a behaviour of interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we ever find ourselves uh, up before the beak, I would like to think that either of us would do this, or we'd get the other one to uh, represent us. Yeah, which would be even better. Oh, absolutely. I just say the word, and it would be my honour yeah. to defend you in court. Oh, well, you, of course, would get your brother to advise as well, because he's fully legaled now, isn't he? He's legaled up to he's his ball sack. I took some legal yeah. advice from him this week. Not criminal legal advice, but a contract Christ. that I had been yeah. mulling over. And I have to say, right. he was very good. He took the time to look it over. But, of course, there is a tiny amount of... there's. I mean, do, the nature of a sibling relationship is, is that I'm really grateful... And I'm lucky to have someone who's now trained and can look at a contract with a professional point of view and effectively spot anything iffy in there that they've tried to distract you with, with their fancy word. Which, let's be honest, is all the law fucking is, especially contract law. It's like, we went to a posher university than you, and now we're going to fucking trick you into giving us things by disguising our intentions with words. And unless yeah. you pay someone who is as educated in these dark arts as well as we are, then you have to accept that you're going to be tricked. That's exactly right? what it is. You, you pay for a lawyer. You just pay for someone who knows stuff, knows more I, stuff I than you. I call a contract a trick. Can I see the trick? A contract. Can I see your your trick slash contract? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so it's good because um, I don't really have to pay my brother, but... My payment is the fact that, of course, he gets the opportunity to, uh, I don't want to say talk down to me, but, you know, it's like mm. there's a power there's a power dynamic, isn't there? Mm. Ah, so you need my legal advice very well. If I, shall, I, will attempt I shall don to, my gown. I shall t- attempt to put aside some of my very valuable time for your benefit, you snivelling little buffoon. <laughs> it's a bit like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and look over it's the good. terms and conditions of this trifling, dreary, and rather pathetic little document, <laughs> which gives me some insight to the sorry state and the meagre means under which you live. <laughs> I've just took one mere glance at it and saw a many, many pitfalls that I was, I'm amazed that even you couldn't have spotted them just <laughs> yeah. by looking at it. I've a mind to teach you a lesson and overlook them <laughs> so these people can exploit <laughs> you and and your mind for what it's worth, not very much, for the rest of your living and breathing days. <laughs> I've a mind to take this contract and roll it up and beat you around the face with it. You stupid little... You are such a stupid little man, aren't you, Sam? You always have been ever since we were children. I, I marked you out as a foolish little imp right from the first day you you entered the home. <laughs> I say you're a stupid little man, but of course, I still regard you as a boy. <laughs> He does call me Sam Boy. Another power play. But anyway, no, I can't. I I can't speak ill of him because he has looked it over for me, and it was nice of him. But anyway, enough of all that. You get to go to his house, don't you? Sometimes I go to his house, and it's a it's a nice big house in the countryside. And in fact, he is also staging my daughter's sixteenth birthday there. So. Oh wow! Yeah, he comes in from a lot of stick from me, uh, but. He's a he, one thing I would say about the Terrace legend Castellani is that he is a generous man and a generous of spirit. Mm. <laughs> it, so the sixteenth birthday party is that family only or are they like a no? She's having her mates over, not loads out. of mates, but her and her mates are going out to the countryside and hanging out in a minibus. No, they're getting the train. Oh, they they're getting the train out to the countryside and they're just sort of like. Because he's right. he's got a pool, so they're just hanging out at his house for a couple of days, and I'm gonna, I don't know, I assume nice. this up, yeah. Very good. That's living all right. It is. But we'll we'll return to uh, Windsor and and more specifically Reading Crown Court, where a 58 year old Wasim Malik has been charged with criminal damage mm. and possession of a stun gun on December the eighth, 2020. That's how far behind we are now with the, the court system. I know everything's um, really behind, but that's that's disgraceful. But anyway, he appeared in, in Reading Crown Court for case management. Uh, he attempted to get the case dismissed, uh, arguing that the Crown failed to provide proof that he is the defendant mm. charged with the offences. He stood in the dock, claimed he was, in inverted commas, not the defendant, alleged he'd received he'd not received documentation from the prosecution with a summary of the evidence to be heard at trial he said with all due respect the prosecution were ordered last year to send me a full disclosure to answer my questions they've failed to do that i move to dismiss this case and am i free to go so uh i'm not sure what's happened there whether they have sent the answers and he just hasn't opened the letter i don't know i suspect maybe that's what's happened but there's more um, he claimed the prosecution were fraudsters before adding that his birth certificate is the man charged with the crimes as opposed to him. He uh-huh. seems to be saying that his birth certificate should be standing trial for these yeah. offences rather than himself. This is this is good. It's this is Timberlesque. Um yeah. yeah, it's 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 blinding them with um nonsense. Yeah. 
and tomfoolery. Yeah, which says, is this like is say, I mean, that is the basis of law anyway, isn't it? So, I mean, of course it is. play them at their own game, is. I say. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing, but without any of the kind of expertise that's required. Uh, he says, uh, this is treason, your honour. Treason, big word. This is a fraud and a conspiracy. This is also criminal. What is going on here? Sounds a little <laughs> bit like Glenda Jackson or Mortal Man Wise. Um, <laughs> the prosecution has not identified me and what me is. He says Brilliant. they came, they came to visit this living soul, but they have yet to give me full disclosure of who the defendant is. And if the prosecution could put their hand on the shoulder of the defendant, I'd appreciate that. I, I don't know I don't know what he wants there I don't know what he wants he went on to say that he was not Wazim Malik and did not want to be referred to as Sir or Mister when asked by Judge Burgess what he would like to be referred to as he responded a flesh and blood man this <laughs> <laughs> is excellent and he then elaborated a bit more um, see if he can work this out this is like this is like a um, it ties in with our obsession with riddles at the minute. Almost, it does, yeah. It? It's like a legal riddle. Legal riddle. He said he went on to say a man and a person are two different things. Mm. They're prosecuting the man. They abducted me. They kidnapped me. And they cuffed me. And they locked me up. And they tortured me. They are committing treason. They are criminals. When you are born, a birth certificate is created. That birth certificate can now be used as identification. That birth certificate is the man you're looking for. That birth certificate wow. becomes the person. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, I don't even want to use his name because I don't know if I'm allowed to, but... No, um, you could the, land the flesh and blood in all man, sorts of trouble. The flesh and blood man uh, believes that his birth certificate is... Is, is the man that they're looking for and should be on trial as the birth certificate has become the person once it's been created. So we are all our birth certificates and anything else is irrelevant. And is there any... Must- I mean, I'm trying to dig into this and think, is there any real logic in it? Is he saying that, like, you know, the idea of a of a person you know, as some sort of entity that there can be documentation proving his existence and, and part of a system. That's like just a mm. construct. It's a construct. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. It's not real. We're all born just like fucking plants are grown and we just exist. And the whole idea that we've got a fucking name and address, a social, you know, a, a social security number, national insurance number, sorry, yeah. uh, and a birth certificate, like, that's just a system of fucking control, right, that has been yeah. imposed upon us. But when you're born, you're a fucking baby. For those few days, because, like, you usually have to go up the town hall, don't you? Like, um, you do. A few, within yeah. a few days after your baby's born. And at that point, you're fucking chucking your baby into a system, a system of control. You willingly mm. do it as well. You willingly do it. I bet you did it for your kids because usually the dad has to do it because the mum's proud to do it. The the mum's a bit tired. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. Sorry to any mums, I'm not taking the piss. (laughs) But it's funny because it's like the dad through a lot. Yeah, the dad goes right. They go. 
might I mean in my case it'd have been my wife saying, Lisa, you better get down the town hall. Why do I have to go down the blinking town hall? I hate the town hall. <laughs> I always want a document. It's so boring. It's the most boring place I've ever been. <laughs> Well, we did get married in a town hall, Sam. Yeah, that was all right. But even then, you had to do documents and talking. <laughs> uh, we didn't have the party. I preferred the party when we could all get drunk. Yeah, well, we got the dinner later on. That was good. <laughs> At my wedding, we had prawn cocktail, followed yeah. by bangers and mash, followed by trifle. Fucking lovely. It was a fucking banger. And no wedding cake, because we thought... What's the point? Everyone's going to be pissed up. Wedding cakes are well expensive. Put the money behind the bar. Exactly. Yeah, completely right. So the best that- bit about our wedding reception was we had, um, at about 8pm, we had uh, beef sandwiches. Oh. Hot beef sandwiches. That for everyone. hot beef. Salt beef yeah. or just normal roast beef? Just regular beef. Oh. Northeast beef. Yeah. Geordie beef. Sorry, mac Geordie and beef. beef. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that, that went is down well. a beef sandwich. I bit to be honest, like you know what, I've been vegetarian for I think four years now, and uh, I don't often miss it. Recently, I've been thinking about certain meats a lot. I have, have you? And I admitted it to mm. my wife the other day, and I said, "Look, I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking about meat for the first time in years. I've been, yeah, I've been, want- I've it. been having meaty urges. Let's say, yeah, meaty dreams." Mm. Mm. Yeah, so now this is, and I'm trying to resist it because I don't want to go back to eating meat. But you talking about hot beef sandwiches is a bit bit triggering, to be honest, mate. You weren't to know, but I'm just telling you, full disclosure. I find that a bit triggery. Um, Must be a time of year because me, me daughter's just had a bit of a lapse away from veganism that she's been on for years. She's, she's, um, oh really? She had a tuna and cucumber sandwich the other day from. How did she react? So I'm interested to know how the body reacts if you put something in it she that hasn't been fine. in it for a while. Yeah? She seems fine. But it, I think it's because holiday season's coming up and we're going to Spain for 10 days. Right. She herself is currently in Spain with one of her mates. They've Whoa. been there for four days. And I think vegan, a vegan diet over there Not is easy. trickier eh? than it is. What? Yeah. Ah! You, you want... You're, you're vegan? Okay, I'll get your tuna fish. They actually do say that. I've been in that situation. The this and that. They all go, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh okay, I'll get your tuna. No, I don't eat tuna. So, not tuna? God? <laughs> no, not God. Squid? So, no squid. Okay, fine. I'll get you some chicken. No, you yeah, don't so understand. <laughs> anything living? Nothing. So I think she's, no flesh. She's pivoted to fish for, uh, for the time being. So she had the tuna sandwich. She's probably been eating fish when she's been out there in Spain and probably will again next month. Did you see that tweet the other day about someone who, uh, someone was in uh, France and they were puffing away on a vape and a Frenchman came over and took it out of their mouth and gave them a cigarette and said, yeah, you are not in America now. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. That's amazing. That is brilliant. Well, you know, as a keen... Smoker myself, a man who's only yeah, discovered Euro smoking, Euro smoking. I've been, I've been. That's another thing I've been thinking of. After that, I, you can see how people get addicted to them. What do I have? I had about oh, eight God. fags when I was away watching West Ham win yeah. the European Cup, and ever since, at least once a day, I've been thinking, oh, I could murder a fag. <laughs> <laughs> it's being 
well, yeah. I mean, they are they are notoriously addictive. And I didn't you have think it happened that quickly. You, you, you have addictive tendencies. Let's oh, be honest. I so fucking hell, eight fags isn't gonna. I'm not gonna develop a taste of that quick. I fucking did. Now I'm like, no, I oh, think it does. I think, cig- I think they are that addictive. Be, it be really happen. nice. It's almost like I went on a speed cigarette, like fucking crash oh, course cigarette addiction. I quite fancy one now. Yeah, I know one in about there's one years. thing I could murder right now. It's a hot beef sandwich and a fag. And a fag. <laughs> oh, what a lovely way to sort of bridge me over this afternoon before dinner. Here comes the weekend. Yeah, it's the classic bridge, isn't it? A fag and a hot beef sandwich. Yeah. Um, so that's that, that. Anyway, that's that's um, Wazim Malik. Yeah, but, uh, but rep- what I was himself. saying was, you put when you go down the town hall, it's interesting, isn't it? Oh yeah. Because sorry, we willingly put our kids into a system of control that has yeah. been designed not by us or you know or, or our ancestors really I, I think it i don't know who's fucking it's you know who, who are we talking about here big farmer big sugar mm. all the biggies right the 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 illuminati whoever you know capitalism the man they need a system yeah. of control they need to know where we are, who we are, they need to allocate us numbers, names, certificates, paperwork yeah. in order to control us. And it's madness the way that we scurry down. And I can tell you, I did scurry. Scurry mm. to the town hall and say, I would like, hello, I'm here to force my new infant <laughs> son into a system of control. Do you have the necessary forms that I must fill in? <laughs> Right, and they go, yeah, yeah, sure. And they're thinking, you silly cunts, you're like lemons. We don't even have to chase you. You would think they'd be there yeah. like some sort of fucking, you know, like a bailiff-style hard man who as soon as your baby was born, you know, the umbilical cord is snipped and within moments, two fucking big gorilla men turn up, right, mm. looking like the Mitchells, right, and they turn up and they go, hello, we would like to put your new baby into the system. And because you should be like, oh, I, d- I don't know, it's a bit soon, we haven't decided yet whether this we want this child to live in the system. And they go, well, I'm afraid we must insist. Sign these forms now. Issue it a name. Sign here. Put it in the system. And you'd be like, no, 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 please don't. And then they have to strong arm you into it. That's That would be more understandable. But no, the, the system doesn't have to do that. They know that we will scurry yes. down and do it ourselves. We will throw yeah, our kids well, into it. Things are changing, though, aren't they? People are becoming less um, compliant with authority. People are going state. off grid, and People who can blame them? More and more. Mm. People are going off grid, as they yeah. say. A well, bit like your brother. You, you can't blame them. Guys in the country. I mean, I you know Compounds. I told, I interviewed a bloke yesterday for the reset, and he's written a book about perfectionism. Yeah, some <laughs> fuckers trying to call me here. Decline this bloody liberty. Fuck it, I'm like that now, mate. If someone calls me, I actually am like, I'm resentful. Do you know what I mean? Do you yeah. get like that? It's like, fuck off. No one, no, no one calls me. No, I don't get called often, but I do get like it's that good. was an 0800 really number. Like- that was an 0800 number. So then I'm even oh, more no. fuck off. Do you know what I mean? There's three levels. If it's someone I know and their name comes up, I'm a bit annoyed. But I'll think, oh, God, I'll, I probably won't answer, but I'll call them back, right? 
if it's a number, like a normal sounding number, but with no name, I'm like, fuck right off. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't right <laughs> Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. The other day, I accidentally answered a call and it taught me a right good lesson because it was someone asking me. I booked a room to record a podcast, right? Two years ago, Andy, with a guest right. who cancelled, right? Yeah. I forgot to cancel the room, to give them notice. Right. I never showed up. Two years later, they're calling up and saying, you owe us 90 quid for a roomy book. Oh. I said I said to them, listen, I know you guys. The room was booked at 9am on a fucking Tuesday in October. You're not telling me that there was a stampede of other people wanting that room at that time that you fucking... <laughs> and you had to turn them down because <laughs> I had this booking. It was two years ago. I never used it. I'm really sorry. I don't want to pay you 90 quid. Yeah. And they go, well, standoff, yeah. Well, we must insist. And I said, well, oh, oh, must you know? And I went, the letter of the law, I'm bang to rights. I said, so I can't argue with you. You're right, I'm wrong. I should have paid letter of the law. But I'm not paying. But I'll tell you again, I do not want to pay. (laughs) And they said, so how do you want to resolve it? I said, well, I'm not sure there is a resolution. You're saying you insist, but I'm saying I don't want to pay it. Well, are you going to pay it? And I went, I don't I don't think so, no. But I said, it, it depends. <laughs> Ultimately, it's your move, I said, to sort of threaten me now. <laughs> and they said, okay, we put this in writing. And I went, all right. And I sent them an email, very polite, but explaining, <laughs> I know I'm in the wrong and you're in the right. I know that I do owe you money, 
but you have to understand I don't want to pay oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> right. And that's that. So your move. Yeah. So we'll wait and, and see what they say the to that. No, I don't think it'll be the end of I, it. No, I think they'll probably just go to the small claims court. Given no, that no, no. Confessed. No, you I think don't. they will. No, there's there's other issues around this that I won't go into here because Is they're there? boring. Right, okay. But I have a long-standing okay. relationship with these people. Do you see what I mean? It's like, I've got a long-standing oh, wow. relationship with you. I know you. I've spent lots of money yeah. on you before and I just, you know, come off it. Do you know what I mean? Like 90 quid yeah. for a room two years ago that was never used and no one else wanted. This seems a little bit petty-minded, Right. Um, it doesn't send them over the edge and they go bust as a result. Well, no, no, I wouldn't do that to a. I wouldn't do it to a small supplier, right? Oh, okay. I, I sense that you think that I'm taking a liberty here, right? But I'll tell no, you no, the, I'm enjoying it. I'll tell you the full story off air. I wouldn't do it to an individual. I wouldn't knock someone like that. But um, I just think you know it was a service I didn't use, and I know that they don't need the ninety quid. But ninety quid to me is ninety quid. That's that's a good chunk yeah. of walking around money, isn't it? Of course it is. Think of that. Think of, of that. all the things yeah. I could get. How many fags you could buy with that? I could buy fags. I could buy some hot beef. Hot beef. I've been yeah. buying a lot of Greek yogurt recently because I'm worried about my oh, protein nice. intake. I like and that. Uh, I read it was a very good source of protein intake, so I've been eating a lot of that. Yeah. And that's not cheap, mate. It's not. It's nice, though. Do you have it with a bit, bit of fruit in and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Bit of honey, bit of fruit, sometimes some nuts. Sometimes some nuts. Blueberries, yeah. raspberries, strawberries. Ch- yeah. Chopped chopped hazelnut sprinkled oh. on top. Oh. Is it, I tell you what's really good is, like, if you get the um, pudding cravings in the evening, yeah. which I often do, about an hour or two after dinner, watching telly, I'll get I'll get the craving upon me for something sweet. Stick some of that in a bowl, mate. That'll sort you out. That's your pudding craving dealt with. Yeah, it is. good. Yeah. Good. Uh, I've so, been, um, I've yeah. been, I've been working my way through a box of strawberry cornettos over the last few days. Ooh. Branded cornetto, yeah. not not like yeah. as the version. No proper ones, as as in cornettos, because mm. they were they were reduced. They were on special offer. They were okay. down to like two pound fifty for a box of six, but they're not big anymore. No. They're fucking tiny. Yeah. You feel like fucking. What's he called? It was the it was the big cunt in the story. What we, story? We did a deep dive about him. Hey, where they, they tied him down. What? Not Rasputin, the other one. Gulliver, Hercules. No, oh yeah, Gulliver, Gulliver. Yeah, Gulliver. Yeah, yeah. Did we do a deep dive with Gulliver? I, yeah, I, I went on for ages. I mean, it turned out yeah. that gu- the Gulliver's travels, like we thought, in our innocence, that. All we thought really was that, like, as you just described, it's about a big cunt who gets tied down by a load of little cunts. We thought that's really <laughs> so funny. Much more new, wasn't it? But God yeah. almighty, it turned out to be so much more complicated. We didn't know there was a whole other bit where he's a little cunt in a land of big cunts. Yeah. They don't tell you about that bit in the films and that, do they? It no. went on and on, on and on. And in the end, we just had to give up on it. Get back into our archive and have a listen if you want to be reminded of it all. Uh, What we're going to say, obviously summer holidays coming up soon, so we'll be pre-recording a bunch of episodes while we go off and and frolic with our our Mm. nearest and dearest. Uh, The episode the other day about drying Mm. was quite successful, where we just take one subject and they're just given it and just begin talking about it and see Mm. what happens. 
Mm. So we'll do. Oh, a yeah, few we've done then. that before. Hiding was one that we did. Yeah. We? What? Of course, washing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't lots. know if we've all, ever got a full thirty minutes out of one subject though. Oh, we yeah. Until but, until drying the other day. So yeah. if you've got anything you want to suggest that we just do one episode about. It can be as innocuous as drying, or it can be anything you want. Suggest stuff, and we will... One word, um, one word thing, so should that be a rule? Because if one, not, you know what it's going to be. One word is good. You know how it'll go, if yeah. not. Um, one word, a concept, a notion, a thing. Give us it, and we will do an episode on it. Um well, I suppose if we don't, get don't suggest don't, don't suggest Yorkshire Hardman Paul Sykes because everyone suggests that all the oh time. Oh God, no! Or that just, what's just his go, name? Go and watch that um, yourself. A succulent Chinese meal, not him yeah, either. Not that either. Just go and watch that. They're they're both really funny. Just go and watch them on your yeah. own. You don't need us to talk through them. No, not um, like content, like a deep dive, not a film or anything like that. Just a thing. So a thing, concept. you know, like yeah. we, yeah, we did walls, didn't we? We were really into walls for a while. Yeah. Um, horses. I was thinking about horses. I've been thinking it, about it horses a lot. In fact, I said I saw some horses when I was watching Race Across the World. Which, by the way, <laughs> I was shout out to the uh, Race Across the World producer, who's a who's a listener and heard me mentioning it a few times. Oh, brilliant! And said that he's a, uh, a big fan of the pod. And listen to it a great deal while we um while while around I, I, the world. he might not want to be revealed full name, but his name's Mark. And uh while he was away filming these extraordinary shows and you know, sorry to go on about it, but I can't I can't recommend them enough. Um they were him and I think I got the impression other members of the crew were out in these exotic places filming these incredible shows while simultaneously mm. listening to us probably talk about things like Gulliver's Travels. So oh, I, I was think, I think I, I know Touched I think I know who you're talking that. about. Mm. I think I know the Martin yeah, question. Yeah, you might do, because it looks like he's worked on a number of uh, high-profile yeah. television um, yeah. organs. So I was quite you pleased about that. Sure. Anyway, I was watching it, and some, and they had this bit where sometimes when they're on their travels on Race Across the World, they have to stop and work because they run out of money. So they have to do a job somewhere. <clears throat> and in the South American one, this woman, she stops and she, she wants to go and work at her stables because she loves horses and she washes these horses. And I was watching these horses being washed, these huge, beautiful, majestic animals. And I turned to my wife and I said, for my next birthday or special occasion of any sort, please fix it for me to wash a horse. I said, that, wow, wow. that is now, yeah. that is on, I hate the term bucket list, obviously that's for wankers, but that is <clears throat> on my, that's on my activities of interest list and it's high up. Yeah. I thought, I said to her, please, it must be doable. I want to wash a horse. Fix it for me to wash a horse. And she said, yeah, I will. If anyone we listening has down. washed a horse or has any advice we, on how to go about washing a horse, get in touch. We, we we turned down the opportunity to wash some pigs last month. I know, it's too busy. I mean, I really appreciated the invite from our old mate, the diversified farmer, Lewis. But, and it, it was tempting, but tours are pretty busy. You have the best intentions. You go away and you think, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then it's just hotel life, isn't it? You wake up, yeah. You have your breakfast. You have get in the go car, somewhere. you go to the next town, like a travelling man, yeah. like a like yeah, a minstrel. Like a minstrel. Mm. Exactly like that. Yeah. Speaking of Lewis Clare, he he said 
in an email yesterday. If you fancy giving me a plug, I've just launched my butchery unit. So it looks like the pigs are going to be uh, oh, no. around forever. Oh, God. Uh, and he's, he's got uh, www.redhousefarm.shop if you're interested. Okay. I'll have a look. I'm a meat eater. I don't care. Yeah. I'll have a go on that. You got any hot beef there? I'm not yeah. interested. Oh, talking of uh, a beef ho- of cows, I went to Burnham Beaches, which is a place that I've talked about in the past in Berkshire. It's about 40 minutes out of London, and it's really wonderful. You may remember the name, because it's where England used to go and train. Do you remember That's that? That's right, yeah. And when you read yeah. it, you'd always think, what fucking beaches? But it's beaches as in the trees, right? It's yeah. a huge, m- mad woodland. It's It's a classic reset your demons type place. Right, it's a remarkable place, and uh, I took the dog and the kids there on Monday, and because the kids had an inset day and whatnot, and um, we were having a walk around, and it really, you know, you do feel very remote, like you feel like you're in a wilderness. You're not because right. you're quite near an A road, but it feels like that, right? Because it's a quite a large expanse of woodland, and then occasionally there's like an open space you know, of of greenery and then you'll come across where like England a England would have trained. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. I could never work out where England <laughs> would have trained. I think it are must have been a hotel next to Burnham Beaches. That's what I think are, are it must there ghost, have been. Ghosts of England players there, perhaps? Uh Terry Butcher. Dave Watson. Not Dave Watson, Tootin, the one who he? played for um Ipswich. No, the one who played for Everton, the other Dave Watson, who I think might yeah, have played for dead, Sunderland. Though. They've got to be dead to be ghosts. Terry Butcher's not dead. Isn't he? Oh, well. No. No. Or my old mate, Ray Wilkins. Hello, Sam. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hello, Sam. It's superb to see you. Uh, Yeah, I'm in the, uh, I am in the ghost. uh, How are you enjoying the ghost life, Ray? It's absolutely superb, Sam. Absolutely superb. I've loved every minute of it. I cannot complain. Absolutely fucking. One of my absolute life highlights has been involved in a conversation with three other people and Ray Wilkins in the Talk Spot office once. Oh, I'm just standing there thinking I'm talking to Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins. I mean, I've told you that I became mates with Ray Wilkins. Yeah, and then like we, I took him out for an Italian lunch. Just me and him. Lovely. That's Um, a man who played in Italy. You know, well, he that was it. What? He loved it. I made this World Cup show with him. I've told you about it. It was a it was a television show that went on a mobile phone before three G yeah. even existed. Right, so yeah. fuck knows. But Unwatchable. anyway, it was good, and we became quite pally. And every night we'd get a takeaway because you'd get together. You watch the World Cup, the one in Germany, and the runner would order you in lunch, and he would always have a nice bottle of Italian red wine, like a Chianti or something. Oh. And uh, and we would order an Italian meal because I'd be like, "What do you want? Do you want to do you want to get a uh, Domino's or do you want to get like <laughs> some chips?" And he'd go, "No, sir. <laughs> no, I would prefer us to have an Italian meal." I'd go, "Oh, all right, fucking hell!" And we would get a nice Italian meal sent <laughs> Posh. to us, right? Yeah. And he, I felt so sophisticated in his presence. Do you remember an advert? It was for Honda. And it was quite a sort of one of those fancy, trendy adverts. And there was a geezer and he was he was driving along on some sort of like motorbike. And it was all very gorgeous. It looked like a Wes Anderson film. And there mm. was a sort of a, what's his name? Andy Williams style song. If I can dream. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And it was yeah. very, it was one of those cryptic 
ads that don't make any sense and don't really relate to the product. Yeah, but, but they look good. But look spellbinding. And eventually, he, he's going along, he's going along, and he eventually arrives at this huge sort of waterfall, but it's like a circular waterfall, and there's just like, it must have been kind of created, you know, on a computer. It can't have been real, but it looked very real, and it's like this incredible fucking huge sort of waterscape and all this water is like tumbling down into this gigantic sort of black hole. And it's amazing. Mm. And you haven't got a fucking clue what it's got to do with Honda, right? But you like it. And I'm sitting there with Ray Wilkins and he's had a couple of glasses of red. And we're both quiet <laughs> as we watch it because it was that kind of commercial that really captures your attention. It's half time in a World Cup semi-final. Yeah. And I just remember him going to me... Look at that, Sam. Water. The sheer power, the sheer majesty of water. (laughs) And he sort of swept his hand theatrically. And I sat there, we're just in this grotty little room that was not unlike the old green room at Talksport. And I was like... Yeah. Yeah, Ray, you're right. Yeah. It's fucking mind-blowing, isn't it? And then we both just sat there in quiet contemplation. and, And that right there was the best conversation I've ever had about water. That that was the kind of man he was. That's the kind of player he was. He was poetic. Isn't it? And he had a huge yeah. heart. And he really was just a great he was just such a great bloke. It, I was absolutely gutted when he when he died. Um yeah. but he was su- such yeah. a lovely bloke and such an in- such an incredible sort of guy like leader and everything. But also he really like enjoyed life. All that sort of ordering in an Italian meal not just wanting like a cheap curry from down the road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He was a yeah. man of, he was a man from a working class background who embraced a more sophi- uh, embraced a, 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 you know, the more sophisticated pleasures in life and was unashamed about things. it. He'd got Italy had made yeah. a huge impact on him and he talked about it a lot. Yeah. It was easily like the biggest thing influence in his whole life appeared to have been the yeah. few years he spent in Italy and all the things it taught him about lifestyle. Plus, he had, Maybe had we'll some, go on. he had some amazing fucking Graham Sooner stories, which were mind-blowingly hilarious, which I'm right. probably told, but I'll, I'll go into another time. But, like, he, he didn't play with Sooners out there, but Sooners was out there at the same time as him, so their paths would often cross, and it would always okay. be very funny. Maybe we'll get our, our podding rig in Italy. Maybe that's where we'll end up. Oh, yeah. And we'll become more sophisticated as a result of it. Would be, yeah. On those rice balls. I can't remember what they're called, but you know they like crispy rice balls, mate. They're like risotto yeah. balls. They're ball. They're like they're like yeah. tra- they're like posh scotch eggs. Fuck it. Do out. you know the ones I mean? They got bread I have one of them now. Yeah. With a fag and a hot beef sandwich. Oh lovely. God. I'd stick my fag Bring in it. it. On. <laughs> Let's send with a riddle. Yeah. We've got a few riddles that have come in. I, th- I feel we should at least look at one of them. This is from Callum Winterford. Uh and Callum has cleverly done the riddle, but then put the answer in white text at the bottom, so you've got to like highlight it and see what it is. So that's good. So we can both have a go, see if we can work it out. Here we go. A coastal city in naught but name, a native down under, a part of the game. Gleeful havoc and chaos brought to these shores, while Manson goes down and Parkinson soars, bringing life to the right, none to the left, a trick of the arm holding significant heft, but a slip on high as a day turned late meant the meaning of mortgage gave a nod to his fate. The fuck's that? 
What the fuck? He, he mentions Parkinson. What's the other name he mentions? He mentioned Manson. Manson going down and Parkinson soaring. So I'm thinking, is that like kind of the late 60s when Manson went to prison and Parkinson started on BBC One? Oh, yeah. Bringing life to the right, none to the left. Is that Enoch Powell? Mm. Uh, a slip on high as the day turned late meant the meaning of mortgage gave a nod to his fate. But what is the answer? Is it a person that we're trying to guess? Or does he not tell us? I haven't, I haven't looked. Shall I highlight it and find out what it is? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go on. Oh! Yeah, who is it? It's fucking Rod Hull. Oh, a slip. Um, a slip on high as the day turned late. Yeah. What's Manson going down, though? Uh, I guess that was probably the year when he became famous. When Manson went down. Hmm. Not sure about that, but of course, yeah, Parkinson slipping from on high. Bringing bringing life to the right, the right arm, none to the left. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah, a native down under, you know. That's good. Very good, that. It's uh, very good. Very well written. That is worthy of... Ted Rogers, the greatest riddle master of them all. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, we'll do some more riddles on Monday, probably. Mm. Um, yeah, getting your suggestions of things for us to do entire episodes about yeah. over the summer break, and we'll have a, we'll have a go. Um, and just keep on doing your thing, yeah. whatever that it's might be. It's very hard. So remember, like we always say, hydrate. We do Stay have, hydrated. of course, our yearly hydration month, don't we? Or is it a week? Yeah, that's I can't coming remember. up in... Uh, it, it's end of July, start of August. End of July, start of August is hydration week on Top Flight Time Machine. Always has been. But we don't want... That's just to raise awareness. We don't want you to only think about hydrating on that week. Just like we don't want you to only think about muscles in Muscle Week. These are things that we Fortnite. should be thinking... Or Muscle Fortnight. We sh- you should be thinking of them all year round. And especially now. Yeah. Very hot. Remember to hydrate, and please remember above all, and this is serious, in this heat, just rest. Seriously. Yeah. Don't overdo it. Don't forget, the Italians have been fucking dealing with this sort of heat and the Spaniards for years. And it's no surprise that when it gets like this, they all fuck off from work for a couple of months. Siesta. Yeah. So just, just think on. All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.